It's Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Can you hear me okay? I'm sorry. I'm in the car. I'm driving. That's okay. Well, that it, it's totally fine. I appreciate you making time for us today. Happy National School Choice Week. Uh, so, Absolutely. were you? Yes, sir. Were you the? Were, did you like lean on Cooper to get him to issue the proclamation? Was that you that that got that to happen? What's up? Oh no. Let me let me tell you who <laughs> leaned on Roy Cooper. Parents, not just in North Carolina, but parents all across this nation who are sick and tired of the education bureaucracy discounting their uh, absolute God-given right to decide where their children are, how and where their children are educated. Those folks are standing up. They're showing up to school board meetings. They've been called everything from domestic terrorists to pests to you name it. But it is showing now in what Governor Cooper did that these parents' voices are being heard, and these folks on the left are going to have to start turning the corner and realizing that the education system is not their own personal playground. And so I believe that's what did it for Roy Cooper. He knows that these parents out here are sick and tired of it, and he's going to have to get on board with what's right. One of the uh, side effects, the uh, impacts of the pandemic, was that a lot of parents got a first-hand look at what their kids were learning in schools. I mean, yep. Lord, the Lord works in mysterious ways, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean, right. right, like all of a sudden people are like, wait, wait, hang on a second, your teacher said what? And so now that has fueled a lot, a lot of this, uh, uh, this animosity, this anger uh, among parents, uh, and then you couple that with the way that the schools have behaved with the lockdown policies and the mask policies and uh, going remote and doing hybrids and all this other stuff. Uh, And uh, even the New York Times is telling Democrats, you guys are in for a beating because of this. And uh, you are uh, doing all sorts of speeches all over the state uh, and uh, and I believe all over the country on this on this topic. Is this like any other issue that you have encountered in your brief foray now into politics? Yes, this education issue is absolutely broken open, not only in this state, but all across the nation. I am proud to say that my team and I, when we launched the FACTS Task Force, that's fairness and accountability in the classroom for teachers and students, uh, we were roundly derided by the left. We were roundly derided by the media. Even when we released our findings, we were still derided, even though we had solid evidence that these things were going on in our classroom. But I can tell you this. States all across the nation are following our lead, and not only are they following the lead, and not only are they charging in uh, with everything that they have, like I said before, parents are waking up. Yeah. Just like you said, because of the pandemic, because of the things that we've highlighted, the things they've seen in their classrooms, these parents are waking up. And in, I know in Virginia they said that education, I believe, was the number two issue. Of course, the economy was number one, but the education was the number two issues number two issue, and I believe it's the reason why uh, Glenn Youngkin won that race. Uh, and Winsome Sears uh, as well, a, a lieutenant governor up in Virginia. Well, you're absolutely right. Absolutely. Have, you, yes, have you had any chance to chat with her at all? You're a lieutenant governor, and now you're with uh, you're you're hooked up with the uh, the Republican Lieutenant Governors Association's executive committee. Uh, any opportunity mm-hmm. to chat with her yet? I have. I have had opportunities to chat with her both before her election and now after her election. And I uh, hope to be able to partner with her soon on a lot of things. I think that we can, uh, the two of us can uh, make great inroads 
uh, in uh, uh, the so-called minority community to start letting people know, hey, you do not have to be a Democrat. You can act. You can go to the poll and vote your values. You do not have to go vote for these leftist policies that are destroying your schools, destroying your homes, destroying your neighborhoods. You can jump on board with us and and, and vote the right way. I got to tell you, I heard along the lines what you just mentioned there. I heard there was a piece at Roll Call uh, uh, talking about or uh, yeah talking about uh, the election bill, and uh, I called the nationalization of our elections not a voting rights mm-hmm. bill but wesley hunt who's running out in texas in the 38th district uh black republican but he said something at the end of the story and it reminded me of a quote that you gave at a, a republican uh, meeting several uh, probably about a year ago he said uh talking about voter id he said it's the most racist thing i've heard in the last two years the notion that black people cannot acquire an id so we are a group of people that survived the middle passage we survived slavery we survived Jim Crow, and you're telling me we can't get an ID. And I thought, this is such a powerful message. I thought it when you said it. I played your audio. Um, is this, uh, it, it, well, what is the reaction that you get, I should say, from uh, from black voters, but also Republicans in general, at about that line and about this message? Well, that's the one of the things, the folks on the, on the right, so many of the folks on the right, uh, they know exactly how they feel about the issue. They just don't know how to put it into words. Uh, but there are so many, like me, like Winston Sears, who have lived this experience of being uh, black and being conservative. Uh, we know exactly what to say, and we know exactly how to reach folks with this message. It's just a simple, common-sense message. Look, uh, I- I'm a proud uh, black American. I'm proud of my history. I'm proud that I overcame uh, our-, our people overcame slavery, and like you said, overcame Jim Crow. We survived all the horrors of slavery. Do not tell me that I'm too weak to go down to the DMV and get a free ID to vote. It is that, again, that paternal, soft bigotry of the left that tells uh, black people, brown people, women, you cannot achieve without our help. You cannot achieve without having some type of a handout or uh, some type of assistance. Uh, folks in this country that are have faced the worst of times ha- have shined at their best at those worst of times. We don't need the government to come in and step in now and tell us we're too stupid to get a free ID to vote. So uh, that, that message is something we're going to continue to hammer home. Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson, appreciate uh, your time as always. Safe travels to you. Good luck on the campaign trail as well. Hey, thank you. God bless you all. Thank you. We appreciate it. All appreciate right. Take care.